Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Abe Degnan, problem solver and life changer with Degnan Design Builder Model in DeForest, Wisconsin. As you may know, our Roundtables members share their financial metrics at every meeting in what we call the composite report. But there's one field that is almost always reported as zero, and that's the proactive outbound sales call metric. Well, Abe is here to not only explain what it is, but why it's a valuable metric to all remodelers. And we'll hear all about the juicy details in just a minute. 60% of the time, it works every time. What are you people? On dope? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Hey, ho How you doing over there, Mark? I'm doing great. How All are you? All the way across the room. Yeah, how are you on that side of the room? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. This is going to be a great one. You know what? It's a, talking about um, something that we don't, that we haven't had, had uh, that's a topic that's not been on the show yet. And it's about building that sales pipeline, being uh, taking charge of your destiny, um, not being as when I was a Linda Case was my business partner. We used to talk about being a like a uh, a shark going after the sales, going after the leads, <laughs> or being like a jellyfish floating on top and just taking what comes along. So Abe's here to talk about how to be a shark, which is kind of cool. <laughs> the proactive, what was it? Proactive. Outbound sales call metric. It almost sounds like uh, something that, uh, you know, call centers should be doing, no not kidding. remodelers. Right, yeah. so. but, but Abe uses it uh, actively to help build his own pipeline. So let's get this started, shall we? We shall. Abe Degnan is president of Degnan Design Build Remodel, as Mark said, in DeForest, Wisconsin. Now, as a longtime Roundtable's peer group member, Abe knows how important it is to measure what is managed. And the efforts you spend to generate quality leads definitely must be managed. So let's hear how Abe uses this important metric, the proactive outbound sales call, to build his sales pipeline. Welcome, Abe. Hi there, Victoria. Hi, Mark. Hello. Thank you for doing this, buddy. Yeah, glad to, glad to jump in and help out. You know, you're a member of one of the groups, that the roundtable groups that is uh, what we consider a high-performing group. So it's great we that like you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're proud of that, and we, uh, we have a high standard that we hold ourselves to mm-hmm. in that group. So we, uh, we strive to, to be our best. And, you know, and this is a really good topic because I, I think, like you said, too few people pay enough attention to it or really know what it is. So what is it? Well, you know, so a proactive, proactive outbound sales call sounds a lot like, like you said, like a call center, right? Um, but you don't need to be an exterior contractor, a replacement contractor um, who is churning leads in order to use it. Um, uh, Paul Winans actually helped us out in Krypton a few years ago to define this effectively. And the, the definition that we're kind of going by is any time that you follow up on your sales process in a way that you're that is not part of the normal routine and is not something that your client is already expecting you to do. Um, so, so that can be things like sending out a note card. Um, it can be going back and calling, uh, calling on cold leads, um, or things where, where something has fallen off the radar. Those are all good examples of what proactive outbound sales calls can be. 
So when you when you're doing a proactive call, is it is it always a phone call? Well, like you said, I guess no. not. Huh? Yeah, no, no, it certainly isn't. So it's anything that you do that's outside of your ordinary routine. So give me an example of a of a what a week, a month. What would be a typical number of proactive sales calls? Would you, you know, what's a typical number of activities you would do under that category? Sure. So, you know, a, a lot of my proactive outbound sales calls um, are, are sending out note cards because those are something that just does not happen um, very much in, in our society anymore. So that is one of the things that I choose. Every note card that I send out to a customer or a prospect um, gets counted as a proactive outbound sales call. Um, if I, if I, I probably, uh, commonly have somewhere around 200 or 300 of those, um, 200, 300 proactive outbound sales calls in my metrics, um, every report. And I'd say that about half of those are made up in sending out the note cards. For what period of time would that be, Abe? Oh, over the course of a year. Okay. Over the course of a year. So, you know, um, uh, 200, 300 a year might make up as many as 20 or 30 a month. Okay. Wow. So what sort of results are you getting from that? What do you hear from it? Why? I mean, that takes a lot of time. I just wrote handwritten notes to all of our speakers at the summit last month and it you know, takes up time worthwhile, but takes time. What's the return on that? Well, you know, um, it, every now and then I get a comment back, um, saying, Oh, I, you know, I really appreciate that you sent me that note card. Um, because people recognize that it's not a standard thing anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what is equally or more important than that are the times where doing that proactive reach out actually reignites the job, actually reignites the lost lead or leads you to um, a new opportunity even though the old one was gone. Uh, and that is the true value uh, as a small business of doing those proactive outbound sales calls. So if I were to say, why are you doing it? Uh, it's going to be that needle in a haystack. Uh, it, 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 is, it is one of those things that during the Great Recession, uh, it, brought us, it brought us several jobs when we needed them mm-hmm. uh, by reaching out to past clients, by reaching out to cold leads. Um, we reignited some things, and that continues to happen during the normal course of business. Now, it's not not necessarily a lot. I mean, it might actually result in one job a year, um, but but it, it is something and it is a good habit to have. Um, and it is something that sets you apart from your competition. Mm-hmm. So, Abe, just to clarify for our listeners, are you considering this a marketing activity or a sales activity? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see here. I guess we put it in with our lead reporting in Remodeler's Advantage, and our lead reporting uh, is about is about leads generated because of marketing. Therefore, I would um, say that that falls under us. Okay, a marketing a marketing activity because the goal is to create a lead, and right. when we're yeah we're judging our marketing by our leads. So yeah, that I, there you go. That would be a lead activity. Cool. Marketing. So so yeah. how how do you keep track of of the proactives? Well, in in my case, uh, I, I I don't like the CRM that I have, and I want to get rid of it, but I haven't found the right replacement for it yet. But bottom line is, in in your CRM, whatever CRM you use, you need a way to keep track of the different activities. So I have 
I have uh, in my CRM number a number of different things in terms of you know making follow-up calls, sending out note cards, things like that. Categorize them and then run a report and count them. Uh, it, it's it's uh, if whatever you're using to track your leads, uh, you should have uh, the ability to track an activity inside of that, um, and then you're gonna you're gonna create the category um, to to do that. You know, well. I think it's a great idea, right? But I know that some people say that, so let me backtrack just a little bit. Okay, we identified this as a marketing marketing activity, but it's not necessarily something that's done by the marketing department, right? It's done typically by the salespeople, I would think, person, people. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yep. So, so uh, as owner of the company, I am the salesperson for my company. So I'm the, I'm doing 99, probably 99.5% of these activities. Um, but my, my people within the company are also asked to send out note cards from time to time, but where I send out a couple hundred of them a year, they might send out, they might send out, um, a dozen. A year. Okay. So let's say in, in your round tables group, there's probably people that have additional salespeople in addition to the owner which is common. So in a lot of cases, I hear salespeople say, well, I don't need to do that. That's marketing's job. So, and the owners oftentimes won't push those salespeople to do these activities. Why do you think that is? You know, um, well, speaking frankly, the first word that comes to my mind is laziness and excuses. Um, you, <laughs> okay, if let's you, put it if out you wanna, there. Eh? If you want to build a relationship and have you, you want you want the customers to not just like you, you want the customers to love you. Um, and and that and this is just part of building that relationship. Now, a note card is not going to make up for other deficiencies, right. but if you're doing things that are going pretty well and you want to stand out from the competition, then make a proactive outbound sales call. And, and, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about the note cards so far, but it isn't just the note cards. It's about the reaching out and getting in touch with people when they're not expecting to hear from right. you. You you just call them up because you want to check in and find out how things are going, either because you have created a personal connection between you and them and your life or because you're just calling in to check in, how is the project? Is there anything that we need to do for you? Is there anything that we can help? Or you've got a dead lead and and you call them up and you say, hey, you know, I, I know two, I know last year we ruled this out, but I'm just curious, did you ever find somebody to do the job? And and you check back with them. And I've had I've had people who have done given me uber information oh yeah they hired somebody else but oh my gosh it was miserable oh i wish we had hired you because you 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 know you told us what you thought the ballpark price was going to be and we hired somebody who said it was going to be cheaper and you know what it was miserable and it ended up costing just about as much money and i wish we would have hired you we're calling you for the next project Mm -hmm. you find that information out because you care enough to call right yeah so Abe, you're, you're, you said you, you reach out to past clients and, and you also reach out to past lost leads. Um, yep. Would this also include any kind of, what about like, I hate to use the word cold call, but, but say you go to, a, to an event, some, like a, I don't know, some local event and you're, you're networking with people, would, would you kind of put that in there or is that a different class? 
Yeah, no, I think that totally qualifies. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily just because I connect to somebody on LinkedIn, I guess I wouldn't really connect that as a metric. Um, but, but if I actually engage them in conversation, um, and with the goal of, with the goal of building a stronger relationship and getting a job out of it, getting a lead out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, it's, it's a little bit fuzzy here for a lot of us. So you have to figure out, you have to figure that out, a consistency within your company, or if, if your roundtable group decides that it's something that they care about measuring, um, decide along with your, with your roundtable group um, uh, what it is that you're going to measure like that. So when you're developing your annual marketing plan, this is definitely included as an important metric that you are, are you're, you're doing it, you're tracking it, you're measuring it. Yeah, absolutely. Because the whole thing, what's get me- what gets measured gets done, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. great. So, so um, why, why, why it's, it's so little additional work to keep track of it mm-hmm. and to know, uh, boy, how long has it been since I tried contacting that, that lead? Um, you know, is that part of your normal sales process or, and, and if it is, then you better be tracking where those follow-up calls were made. And if that's not part of your normal sales process, um, you know, and, and you're sandlering people and you have clear next steps. Um, but yet every now and then somebody escapes that and, and they break, they break their promise to you and you don't, and, and you don't get that next meeting with them, whatever. And you're going to re-engage them. That's the proactive. Okay. Have you ever, do you have any, um, stories from the past any any one particular reach out that was like holy cow it worked or oh my gosh i can't believe they came back or or anything was there any like aha oh yeah certainly um you know there's i have i have a handful of clients who um who they they man i'm thinking of one referral i got where i made a bunch of proactives on them and and it was it was three years it was three years when they decided to move forward um we had an initial discussion i um they they basically said no at that point um i kind of wrote them off and and at one point i'm going back through looking at past leads and i'm like Huh, let's find out whether they did anything. And I began re-engaging them. Um, and, and they ended up buying a, a $80,000, um, three season room. Nice. Sweet. So I have one last question for you. Are you ready for the lightning round? Oh, let's go for it. <laughs> and now here's a remodeler's advantage lightning round. It's a trap. Okay. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What's your favorite business book and why? Uh, Patrick Lencioni, um, and it is uh, it is the five dysfunctions of a team. Simply because that is the book that got me introduced to Lencioni. Uh, thank you, Remodelers Advantage, for that <laughs> gift when I first joined. Yeah, awesome. If you weren't the owner of a remodeling company, what do you think you'd be doing? Uh, I would be in um, I would be in children's ministry at my church. Oh, nice. What are you not very good at? I am not very good at team athletics. (laughs) I was never a football player, a baseball player. I couldn't tell you the rules, but HGTV certainly helped uh, helped change my life and get an understanding of some of those rules. (laughs) Your room, your desk, or your car, which do you clean first? 
Oh, the car. What's your least favorite holiday? My least favorite holiday is any of the Hallmark holidays um, <laughs> that have been created just because I am not a gift giver. What's your biggest pet peeve? Holidays uh, by my, Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> my, my biggest pet peeve is people who thoughtlessly make promises and then don't keep them. Ah, that's a good one. Name, well, name a movie you've seen more than 10 times. I'm not sure that there's any movie I've seen more than 10 times. Uh, Too many. That's a lot. Well, there's just only so much time in the world, right? That's right. But, yeah, okay, I do have a close answer, though. Uh, The the Blues Brothers uh, is one of those movies that until until a few years ago, I had never seen the entire movie, but I had seen bits and pieces of that movie so many times in my life. Right. That that I had, but I had never sat through it a single time until a few years ago. So it took you twenty tries to see the same movie. <laughs> that in that case, that's the, okay. that's the answer. All right, Abe, this has been great. Thank you so much for doing this for us. Um, you know, I think that if people really start to take uh, take heed, there's business to be had there that they're just letting slip through their fingers. But by doing the things you're doing and being proactive about it, they can pull a lot more business into their company. Just might take some yeah. time, right? Over time. Now, before you go, I want you to share your five words of wisdom with our listening audience and tell us why those words resonate with you. Uh, just take the first step. That's my five words. Um, and, and, you know, there are so many things that we think about doing, um, and, and maybe we're inspired to do it. Maybe, maybe it's the calling on your life. Um, and, and you miss out on it because you don't take the first step. Um, and, uh, and that's what my wife and I have done, uh, in our adoption process. Mm -hmm. And anyone who wants to know about that personally can reach out to me and we'll tell you all about it. Just take the first step. Congratulations on those uh, upcoming adoptions as well. Expansion of your family. And thank you so much for that. Great five words, great advice, and uh, we so appreciate you doing this. We'll have you back again one day. Thanks, Victoria. You know, um, uh, 20-some meetings here, 11, 12 years in Remodeler's Advantage, Mm -hmm. and I can say the reason I am able to adopt is, is thanks to the way my life, my finances, my company has changed because of being here, um, surrounded by great mentors and great people in my roundtable. Thank you That's so much nice. for those great words. Yep. Thanks, I Abe. I appreciate that, Abe. And congratulations all to right. you for the, the for what all you've achieved. Thank you. Oh, that was very nice of him to say. I'll say, you know, and he does have a very good group that he's in now and has been through many years. So that's wonderful to hear. It was you know, it's it's a challenge. Technically, it's a marketing outreach, but almost always it should be the sales team, the salesperson doing, doing it. it. Yeah. Right. And and I don't think I think that's one of the biggest things that that should be taken from this is marketing is a company wide effort. It's yes. not just the marketing department or the mm-hmm. marketing person's job. It's everybody's job. And salespeople should be doing some marketing as well. Yeah. For sure. I think every salesperson for any remodeling company should have the responsibility of delivering certain amount of leads themselves. Absolutely. For sure. And, you know, depending on your own model, I mean, I know some of our members, if if the salesperson generates the lead and brings it in themselves, they, they make a, a little bit higher uh, 
commission on it because uh-huh. it was outside of the marketing budget or so on. But however you set it up, as long as the salespeople know – they need expected. to be a, yeah. They need to be a part of it, and right. they need to produce leads in addition to closing the ones that are handed to them. Right. I totally agree, and I think this was an excellent topic. It was very good, and it was a lot of fun too, because Abe's just a fun guy to talk to. Yes, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great episode, as always. And hey, if you want to learn more about marketing, guess what? I've got a masterclass in December, and you should totally check it out. It's uh, two days in Baltimore, and we're going to talk about everything you need to run a successful marketing department, even if you're a marketing department of one. So check it out. You can visit remodelersadvantage.com slash I am to learn more. All right. Great. Thanks. And that's going to be a good one. So thank you so much for being here this week and every week. And I look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. I'm Victoria Downing. And I'm Mark Rory. Bye. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.